outside And I'm feeling like stripes They hitting on me and my homie Cause our minds not enlightening They mad cause we just got the passion Never slacking or lagging The funny thing is step up to us You know we bout that action But look Welcome back to the Swamp Podcast. Here at the Swamp Podcast, we fulfill your pop culture needs every week, including artist interviews, sports talk, streaming talk, album and song reviews, and video games. And today, we'll be doing a NFL draft uh, special and yeah, a little bit of free agency talk and other NFL news. Uh, this is Monday, you know, three days before the draft. Draft is on Thursday this week. Uh, I'm going to try and get this out for... Tuesday, Wednesday, probably Wednesday. So for those who are very interested in listening to it. And then afterwards, uh, in a few weeks, you'll hear some thoughts of the actual NFL draft. But uh, yeah, it's me an issue today, back talking uh, for an NFL full episode. First one since the Super Bowl talk. And we also talked about, you know, LeBron James passing Kareem. But uh, issue, how you're doing, man? Yeah, I know you uh, met a friend of the podcast today you want to talk about that yeah i actually met up with uh nick today who actually came to new york like to meet me for the first time i think it was like not that long ago it was last summer and he came with noah cool guy down to earth so today i seen him again because he happened to be in new york so we just chopped it up and you know talked about life and it was just good to see more of the all my family from from canada and and vancouver etc just come to new york and just like Every time they come to my city, even if it's Noah, VZ, every time they come to my city, they make me appreciate my city more than I would appreciate if they weren't around. And that's just the best part about it, honestly. But yeah, shout out to Nick. And it was it was fun today. Yeah, shout out to Nick. Yeah, hope you're doing well, man. And uh, yeah, he's a big supporter of the podcast. Yeah, one of our definitely frequent sharers um, on Instagram. But uh, yeah, Issue, what are your thoughts about you know talking NFL again, getting into this draft conversation? You know, we're going to get into big trade news first. But yeah, what are your t- uh, thoughts to be able to talk about NFL once again on the podcast? Yeah, just to be back and talk NFL with Stites is something I always look forward to because the NFL season for us is like action-packed. And being that Stites has the Savant Syndicate Fantasy League and it's so intertwined with the podcast that like we can't not talk about football. Like even during the offseason, we've been wanting to just do like 10 football episodes, but we know that we have an audience for like everything. So we really like to just like get the episodes fully fleshed out. So when we drop these episodes, those people who resonate with certain episodes will really enjoy them. But it's good to be talking football because we have a lot of things to cover since the last time we really spoke football on the podcast. So I'm going to let Stikes start us off. Yeah, lots lots to get into as, yeah, breaking, breaking news about, you know, two hours ago. Uh, and this was coming, like, we were going to talk about this on the podcast already, uh, but Aaron Rodgers uh, has been traded to the New York Jets, and, uh, yeah, the Packers are sending Aaron Rodgers uh, the 15th overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft and the uh, fifth-round pick uh, this year as well, number 170 overall. 
but the Jets, so they're going to be sending the 13th overall pick in this year's draft, the second uh, round pick at number 42, a sixth round pick at 207. Uh, and then there's also a conditional 2024 second round pick that will become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this season. Uh, so big news, Rodgers spending you know the last 18 years in Green Bay as the Packers selected him uh, with the 24th pick of the 2005 draft. You know, that was an infamous draft. He fell to the bottom of the first round after the 49ers decided to take Alex Smith, uh, number one overall that year. But yeah, Rodgers, he served as Brett Favre, um, Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, as backup for uh, three years before, you know, taking the reins when Favre also, you know, left for the New York Jets infamously in 2008. Uh, he won, you know, one Super Bowl title back in 2010, had an MVP uh, a year later in 2011. Uh, and then, you know, winning three more after that. But with the Packers, you know, he racked up uh, 10 Pro Bowl appearances in four first-team All-Pro selections. Uh, yeah, Hall of Fame career, you know, regarded as one of the most, regarded as the most talented quarterback ever. If you look at the film, you know, just with his throwing ability in the pocket, out of the pocket, running, throwing it, the way he uses his arm. Um, now that Patrick Mahomes has come to the league, some will say, you know, a lot of the announcers, if you watch, especially Tony Romo, every game, multiple times, he said, this is the best quarterback to ever live. You know, you hear that multiple times. Love Tony Romo. Love his analysis. But he does say that a lot when he is uh, commenting those games. But um, yeah, Issue, what are your thoughts on the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers as, you know, we spoke of his lone Super Bowl title, obviously, in the last few years. Hasn't worked out for Green Bay, but... I would say that Green Bay definitely, you know, tried to put him in the position. Arguably, you know, we could talk about the first rounds and, you know, how they didn't spend it on skill players. And then the first time they did was Jordan Love, who's now taking over for Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, talk about the Jets. Swinging for the fences, you know, it's not working out with Zach Wilson. He's going to be able to learn from Aaron Rodgers. But what do you think are their chances in that stacked AFC? I think that this is an opportunity for Rodgers and the Jets organization to really take things in the right direction. You know, as you previously just said, Zach Wilson hasn't had the best start for the Jets. So I feel like, you know, with Rodgers in that offense, that's a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Zach Wilson can learn from him and develop. So, and I think looking at it from Aaron Rodgers' standpoint, I guess it could be considered like a new chapter and just like a, a new beginning for him. You know, a different team. So the team is different. And I was actually on Twitter when I seen the trade news. So it was surprising to me. I didn't think that the Packers would, would trade him like ooh, this moment. I figured like around the draft, we'd hear some news. But nonetheless, I think that for the Jets, it's a, a win in their book because they could develop Zach Wilson. Maybe he will work out. Maybe he won't. But in the meantime, you got Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has the credentials. So I think he's going to fit in that offense well, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we see come training camp and those preseason games where we really get to see things. But I'm looking forward to seeing what the Jets do now. But I'm not I'm not a Jets fan, but I'm looking forward to seeing this new stack, the FC, like you said. Yeah, and, you know, we definitely spoke of, you know, their defense in the past, and this year their defense, you know, is top five, namely, you know, defensive rookie of the year, you know, Sauce Gardner, infamously putting the cheese, the Green Bay cheese on his head. And then I think when Rogers said he was interested and he was like, I want to come to New York Jets, he, Sauce Garner, you know, offered to burn that cheese head if Rogers came. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But the, this offense, 
Well, quickly, before we move on, you know, you got Garrett Wilson, you know, 1,100 yards this year, I believe Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Aaron Lazard, you know, coming over from Green Bay, you know, so that comfortability with Aaron Rodgers. And then, you know, you got, I think, yeah, Corey Davis as well, McCole Hardman uh, from the Chiefs. But, yeah, Brees Hall, who, you know, had the ACL injury, but, you know, was looking like a potential Offensive, you know, Rookie of the Year before his injury. And looking like, yeah, the best, I would say, running back out of that class. And then they also got Michael Carter. What are your thoughts on that offense when, you know, last year they had such a good defense and that's, you know, they're all coming back. And now with all these weapons that Rodgers has, you know, definitely more than I would say he had in Green Bay last year. I agree 100%. And I think come the next season, Aaron Rodgers is going to have plenty of weapons to just like, and he's going to come up with some things, man. Like just analyzing, you know, Aaron Rodgers game over the air. The way he reads the the offense and his his playmaking ability is there as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what crazy plays they come up with. And the Jets are going to definitely be one of those teams that we got to keep an eye out on. Because I feel like with that Aaron Rodgers trade, it's just like that changes their team. They they went from an okay team based on their defense. And now when you look at it, all those weapons, you bring in a Hall of Fame quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, the only way is up, so I guess we just have to see the season. But I'm looking for I'm I'm I think that they're definitely going to be able to pull off some amazing things this season. Nothing crazy, but having Aaron Rodgers in that stacked offense, their defense being serviceable, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Jets do this upcoming season. All right, so moving on to some draft talk. Uh, so we're going to talk about the biggest you know draft news to come before the draft with the Chicago Bears trading the first overall pick to the Carolina Panthers uh, for the ninth pick, second rounder, uh, 61 overall, a 2024 first round pick, a 2025 second round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. Yeah, definitely a win for the Bears, in my opinion. Uh, they can build around Justin Fields, but you know you also get a number one wide receiver and DJ Moore to go with you know, Darnell Mooney, Claypool, and uh, yeah, tight end Cole Komet, who came on you know, towards the end of the year. Yeah, Issue, what are your thoughts on this trade from the Bears' perspective? They have a top 10 pick, you know, they get a first rounder next year, and then they also get, you know, another second for this year. And DJ Moore, number one wide receiver. Pretty big haul to build around Justin Fields. Yeah, the Bears at the moment, they're like, for me, just like looking at the trades they made, DJ Moore, a number one wide receiver, they have Justin Fields, who they're locked in on and ready to just have him be the leader of this team. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. And they have a lot of picks and the next upcoming drafts have a lot of interesting prospects. So it's just crazy to see how it's going to go. And I guess my biggest question would be is, are the Bears going to be ready to just like compete? Like I want to see them play against these top teams because there's a lot of talented teams that we got in the league. So I want to see how they contend against those top tier teams, but I'm looking forward to seeing the Bears future. And the Bears are definitely going to have a interesting few years in the next upcoming drafts. And I guess one thing I really want to pay attention to is the development of Justin Fields and him and DJ Moore, the, the development of the chemistry that they have. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Bears do, but it's a big win for the Bears. I agree with you, Stakes. Yeah, so with that being said, the clock is now ticking on the Carolina Panthers to select a QB with that first pick. So we're going to run through the top, Q, top five uh, QBs of this draft. So number one, and who most likely will go number one is Bryce Young from Alabama, Heisman winner. 
second, uh, CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. And then we got Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Will Levi out of Kentucky and Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee, who's probably going to be an end of first, second round pick. But Anthony Richardson saw the biggest rise out of all the QBs to go number one as he opened around plus 10,000 in January. And then video started circulating online of his speed and athleticism, and he rose all the way to plus 750 on February 24th. Then Richardson shined at the combine running a 4-2-4 40 sprint, 40 and a half vertical jump, 10 feet, 9 inches broad jump, while also being listed at 6'4", 240. Following this great combine, his odds jumped to second, second to Bryce Young at plus 350 to go first overall. Uh, but now he is, you know, sitting behind Stroud and Young. Um, so yeah, for all those people who did bet for him to go first overall, it's not happening uh, this year. When I saw that jump, I was like, who is betting on this? Like that, that is, it's irresponsible because he's not, he's clearly, yes, he's talented. He's got like... 6'4", 240, he's speed. But in terms of like doing it at the best level, like he was in the SEC, you know, in Florida. But uh, unfor- yeah, he unfortunately didn't have a good team around him. But yeah, he's probably going to go be the third quarterback selected. Speaking of the other quarterbacks, Stroud, he's uh, listed at 6'3", 215. Bryce Young is the smallest at 5'10", 240, or 204, I should say. But in terms of, has that been a question? You know, in the last few years, we've seen you know, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, maybe not the best example from the last year, but I think he's going to bounce back. You know, Tua Tungavailoa, although he like contemplated retirement because of his size, like, you know, he's been talented enough. And I think Bryce Young, you know, and we also had Jalen Hurts coming out of Alabama too, but Bryce Young might be arguably in terms of like pocket passer and accuracy. I think he might be the best out of all of them. We'll see what happens, but I think if Carolina builds around him the right way, that'll go well. Speaking of the other quarterback, Will Levi from Kentucky, he's listed at 6'4", 230. There was rumors about him going second overall or being the second quarterback selected, and I'm not so sure about that. He kind of reminds me of Zach Wilson, although he's bigger, much bigger than Zach Wilson, just in terms of his arm and why he's jumping because he has an impressive arm. But Hendon Hooker, who... Yeah, end of the first, second rounder, he's 6'4", 220. And, you know, early in the year, he did have some Heisman. He was, I think, the leader uh, for the Heisman for a bit. Yeah, he could be a steal compared to Richardson and Levi. I'm not 100% sold, but uh, I'm going to pass this off to issue. So what are your thoughts on the top five QBs? I definitely do think C.J. Stroud is arguably, like, he's going to go number one. I have no doubt about it. But these quarterbacks... There's definitely some interesting things from them. Like, I like what I see from Richardson from Florida, personally. I like what I've seen from him. I don't think he's number one pick worthy, but you have a lot of interesting quarterbacks. And I think pretty much after that number one pick, teams are going to start looking for the best fit, like the best quarterbacks up at that position. And top five picks, we got the Panthers, the Texans, Cardinals, Colts. So pretty much after the Panthers, not the Cardinals or, or you know, a few teams, but the Seahawks. So there's there's definitely a lot of teams in there that could that have a chance with some of these interesting quarterbacks on here. Yeah, so speaking of that top 10, we got Panthers at 1, Texans 2, Cardinals 3. You know, just like Issue said, they don't need a quarterback, so they're most likely to get a trade out of there. Colts are at 4, so 
if the Colts think that someone's going to trade up there and get that pick, they're probably going to trade for that third pick, I think. But then, yeah, Seahawks at five, and that was the Denver pick in the Russell Wilson trade. Then you got the Lions at six in the Matt Stafford trade. They get that pick from the Rams. And then seven, the Raiders, who said they potentially want to draft a quarterback to you know work behind or compete, actually, they said. I think compete with Jimmy G. So we'll see what happens to that. They could be you know trading up. And then we got Atlanta, the Bears, and the Eagles, who the Eagles have that pick from the Saints. Bears obviously not going to draft a quarterback. I don't think the Eagles, yeah, they just, we'll get to that. The signing of Jalen Hurts to an extension. But uh, yeah, Atlanta, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I think Atlanta would only, I think, if they can get Lamar Jackson. And we'll get to that as well. Yeah, so potentially a team trade out of that top 10. But let's talk about some of the top 10 non-QBs coming in. We're going to start with some of the edge rushers, defensive linemen. Uh, so Will Anderson from Alabama. He's you know technically the number one ranked overall player. I've seen some boards where Bryce Young is above him. But non-QB, he's technically number one. Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, who was eighth combined players a few weeks ago. He's kind of risen. I've seen in some mock drafts where they've he's taken above Will Anderson. Uh, so we'll see about that. But then also Jalen Carter. He's supposed to go in the top 10 out of Georgia, defensive lineman. Other, you know, defensive linemen, edge rushers, should see that probably after the top 15, uh, very few from there. As, yeah, we've got some offensive tackles coming in, especially, you know, the Jets, you know, trading for Aaron Rodgers. You think they're going to, you know, try to protect him now. So I can see them taking one of these four uh, tackles. We got Broderick Jones out of Georgia, Paris Johnson out of Ohio State, Peter Skronsky, uh tackle out of West Northwestern, and then Darnell White out of Tennessee, who all these tackles I've seen go in the top 15 of the draft so far. But a player, a star player who we haven't talked about, who's supposedly maybe best uh, running back prospects in Saquon Barkley, is Bijan Robinson, who I've seen him go in the top 10 in a few of the drafts. But yeah, I don't think he's going past top 15, I think for sure. But then after that, there's quite a drop from running back as, yeah, Jamar Gibbs from Alabama. He's looking like a second rounder, late first rounder. Maybe I could see a team trading up. Then we got Tank Bigsby out of Auburn, who's a second, you know, third round pick. And then Ty J Spears, who I think is probably the sleeper of the draft uh, out of Tulane. I watched him in the bowl game. I think, yeah, he rushed for like, 200 yards, a few touchdowns. But yeah, he's looking like potential fantasy asset uh, for next season. But Ish, I'm going to get your thoughts on some of these tackles. Bijan Robinson, the star running back out of Texas, and then, you know, these top high end Ed Rushers to come out of the draft. As it's looking like maybe the Seahawks might draft either Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on all those players I just mentioned? Yeah, I just wanted to start off with Robinson running back. Imagine him, if he could potentially get to Philadelphia and him and Jalen Hurts, they, that would be something special. Um, Will Anderson as well, Edge, Tyree Wilson. I think those would be great additions if the Seahawks could get either one of those guys. And yeah, Ty J. Spears, definitely, I think he's a, a sleeper as well. So these players are definitely, the teams who don't need quarterbacks and who already have established quarterbacks and they're looking to really like, explode their offense and have more weapons i think like robinson alone any team that get robinson is a win in their book yeah i've definitely yeah i think robinson's been a star since his freshman year similar to 
you know, Saquon and uh, Leonard Fournette, you know, the last few years. Yeah, he's going to be a star for sure. It would not surprise me if Ty J Spears is like offensive rookie of the year. Because Bijan Robinson, if he goes to, you know, one of these top 10 teams, he's going to be high usage. And we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you know, he stays healthy. Don't want to, you know, put anything on him. But uh, moving on to some defensive players, we got some cornerbacks. So Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. He's looking like the first, you know, he was the highest rank quarterback throughout the year, but uh, Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, seeing some mock drafts, he's selected higher than Devin Witherspoon. After they are, we got uh, Deontay Banks out of Maryland, Joey Porter out of Penn State. Those probably go past 12, I think, but definitely, I think Deontay Banks, third cornerback to be selected. And then finally with wide receivers, yeah, Jackson Smith, it's looking like he's going top 15, first wide receiver. Zay Flowers is seeing some rise, but uh, yeah, Quentin Johnston, he was there in the top three for most of the year. And then lastly, Jordan Anderson. But yeah, issue, what are your thoughts on these cornerbacks? Yeah, they're definitely long, you know, fast cornerbacks, um, which, you know, with all these wide receivers, the speed in the NFL and these QBs, they got all the time in the world. You need a lot of big cornerbacks. So yeah, what are you looking at in the top 10? Uh, potentially any teams that could improve their defense and then also maybe some of these wide receivers. Where do you think? I don't think any of them will go in the top 10, probably. But I think there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of teams that could use uh, some of these talented wide receivers. Yeah, I definitely think, yeah, just to name a few of those teams that could use some some of those wide receivers. I think the Bears could add another wide receiver and add more weapons for, for themselves. The Lions could use all the help they could get. Cause I don't, I don't know the Lions. There, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That team is just, they. I, I feel like they didn't get the W in that Rams trade, but they could definitely use all the help they could get. Seahawks could use some more offensive weapons as well. So the load on DK is isn't you know as tough as it is. Yeah, and then in terms of like after the top ten, you know, if we look at you know some of these teams, you know, the Patriots. Um, I think they could definitely use another weapon for Mac Jones, but who knows? They, I think Belichick's been kind of, uh, you know, messing up on all of the first round picks in the last few years, as I've seen. Yeah, who who knows? Uh, the Chiefs, they could always use another weapon, but I think mostly for the Chiefs, they, they usually select second round, third round. As you look at their wide receivers, you know, they selected them. All of them pretty much are second round and later. Um, but let's move on to some NFL free agency. So the big news is uh, last week, the Eagles extended Jalen Hurts on a five-year contract worth $255 million, $179 million guaranteed, making him the highest-paid player in NFL history at $51 million a year. Uh, so Issue, what are your thoughts on this? You know, Jalen Hurts, you know, just losing in the Super Bowl, although one of the best Super Bowl performances of all time. Getting his extension, you know, although I think I think maybe he had one or one or two years left on his deal. But now he's the highest paid QB in history, passing Patrick Mahomes. Just give your overall thoughts on that. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I really enjoyed what I seen from him in his previous Super Bowl. So to see that the you know, Eagles extended Hurts five year contract, two hundred fifty five million. They're ready to lock in on him and contend for more Super Bowls and more championships. So I'm excited to see what they do because they're gonna be one of those teams they're going to be the team to beat next season definitely yeah and this definitely affects the qb market uh heavily as we'll get to that towards the end of our free agency talk 
But the other big QB signing was Derek Carr going to the New Orleans Saints for four years, $150 million. Yeah, quite a big contract, but I do like the way the roster is constructed around him. They got the weapons, and yeah, they got that defense that, yeah, he didn't, he never really had with the Raiders as I think he had the most come from behind wins in the last few years just because he was down in every single game due to the defense just giving up mad points. So I like that move. Uh, another big free agent signing. So Jason Hargrave of the Eagles, star defensive lineman, he signed with the 49ers for four years, $84 million. Yeah, big contract, but talented player nonetheless. But just with that 49ers defense, they're so physical. They're constantly rotating because of, you know, potential injuries. Uh, another big deal, Jaywan Taylor of the Jags is signed to the Chiefs. So he was a second free agent, second ranked free agent tackle to the Chiefs, Orlando Brown, and he signed for four years, $80 million. Yeah, Orlando Brown, he ended up signing with the Cincinnati Bengals, so rival of the Chiefs. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but uh, yeah, maybe they just, the negotiation just didn't go well. Uh, but in big news, and for issues, Giants, so Daniel Jones re-signed for four years, $160 million. And with what Derek Carr got, $150 million, and you're giving Daniel 60 although, yes, Derek Carr has done something over a track record. I like Daniel Jones, and especially the year he had the playoff win. You know, you got to do it. Speaking of that, the Saquon, they tagged him one year, $10.1 million, I should say. Yeah, I think if he does another year, they got to give him some money. They got to give him that contract. They can't just tagging him. Uh, they got to show him some respect. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, with the Giants. And then uh, speaking of the Raiders, uh, they replaced Carr with Jimmy G. Uh, so giving him three years, $67 million, $34 million guaranteed. And he's reunited with Josh McDaniel. So former offensive coordinator of New England. The Raiders also tagged Josh Jacobs, their MVP pretty much of the year, one year, $10.1 million. And then the Seahawks tagged or I shouldn't say they tag, they signed Geno Smith to three years, $75 million. I think that's, you know, pretty fair. You know, it's a bit more money than Jimmy G, but Geno Smith showed his durability um, this year and comfortability in that offense. So definitely comfortable. Because I remember there was some talks of Seahawks going after Jimmy G even before last year, but they went with Geno Smith. And even though they didn't make the playoffs, like he was durable, you know, throughout the year. And then Tony Pollard, uh, Cowboys tagged him uh, one year, $10.1 million. Yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Zeke Elliott there. Uh, but then the Ravens uh, reached a one-year, $15 million deal with uh, former Pro Bowl wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., hoping to pair him with uh, Lamar, but giving him no promises as Lamar was tagged you know, with the $32.4 million non-exclusive franchise tag. And five days after this, he said he uh, requested a trade on Twitter, I believe. And you know, Lamar has his own agent. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you get to keep the money or whatever. And I think he has a family member helping him out in this department. But uh, yeah, last week, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport said Baltimore offered Jackson $250 million total with $200 million guaranteed back in September of last year, including a $133 million signing bonus, which Jackson denied this on Twitter. I think it was a bunch of laughing emojis. But uh, so we'll see what happens. You know, they have till July 17th to negotiate before they have to tag Jackson for this year. And there's thoughts that he might just hold out. So they might have to trade him. So there's all these rumors that he might get traded out of the draft. So we'll see what happens with uh, Lamar. But uh, yeah, issue. What are your thoughts on, yeah, the, your Giants, you know, re-sign their big star players. And then, you know, Lamar situation. And then some of the other free agent signings uh, this year. 
I just want to start off with my Giants, man. I'm happy to see that Daniel Jones was able to turn it around last year and Saquon had a big year as well. They did amazing things this year, and I'm excited to see what they do this uh, upcoming season. Um, As far as Jimmy G, I want to talk about him for a second. I feel like it sucks that he may have to be battling for the QB position with another young quarterback again, like he just got out of San Francisco, and he had to, uh, him and Trey Lance went at it. Trey Lance got the spot. And now the Raiders might be looking to drop the quarterback in this draft, so that sucks. But I think he, I think he has the job. And like with Lamar Jackson, shit, I'll sign the contract. I think with Odell Beckham Jr., I don't know if they can really do anything crazy, but you never know with Odell. I feel like this is like the year for Odell to have a turnaround year, and this would be the year to do it with Lamar. And I think them two would be able to do something special, to be honest with you. But who knows if it works out, but... Yeah, uh, Geno Smith to the Seahawks. I, I've always liked Geno Smith over the years. Stuff like that. He's always been one of my like favorite underrated quarterbacks. Like I always like, I always like um his game. So I think if Lamar Jackson ended up in Atlanta, that would be. I would like that. I would like that. I wouldn't mind that. So if he did leave Baltimore, I would like him in Atlanta because him and Kyle Pitts would have have an amazing time. And I think that Atlanta Hawks team with the right pieces and if they were able to get Lamar Jackson they got Kyle Pitts and they got um London Corderell Patterson I think they they could do some things man and oh man I think if he ended up in Atlanta that's the only place I'd like to see Lamar Jackson other than Baltimore so if they do get to do a trade like something with Atlanta would be amazing to compare him with Kyle Pitts and Patterson and London and and yeah it'd be special those are my thoughts yeah, I have to say Lamar to Atlanta, that would be special. Like I and especially with, you know, Mike Vick being there before, but also, you know, Cam Newton being in that same division, you know, before. And, you know, now with Tom Brady retiring, Derek Carr coming in there. And yes, you know, Desmond Ritter, he might he might work out. But I think if you have a shot at Lamar Jackson with all those weapons issue just said, I I brought up Cam Newton, you know, because I think they went fourteen and two or fifteen and one that year. I could see them pulling off a year like that. Especially in that division, although you know NFC is difficult, and you know Lamar can be inconsistent, but in terms of like the games he started and won, since he's you know been in the league, probably top five win percentage. So you know you gotta hand it to him, and you know he's definitely the most physically you know gifted quarterback in terms of like using his legs. You know he's got a good arm. He's he's working on it. He, you know hits those long bombs, but it's not as consistent. But I think with that team, that would be very scary. But uh, that ends our free agency talk. And uh, before we end this episode off, we're just going to bring up some other NFL news. So there's been some more sports betting, gambling, uh, suspensions in the NFL. You know, last year, Calvin Ridley was suspended for a year. And he just finished his suspension. He's going to be playing for the Jags. But for essentially gambling on his own, you know, plays, you know, you know, receiving yards, receptions and whatnot. I'm not sure the exact bets, but it's been, it was a few. A few of them were unders, I saw. <laughs> which is like wild, like, because there was a bunch of plays where he was like running backwards uh, to get tackled like a few yards back. But this year, there's been five years who've been or five players, I should say, who've been suspended, And uh, namely star receiver, uh, Jameson Williams, a first round pick of last year out of Alabama, he will sit out the first six games of the year. But Detroit's Stanley Berry Hall or Berry Hill, Quintez Cephas, uh, wide receiver, uh, safety CJ Moore and Defensive end uh, from the commander, Shaka Tony, will be missing the entire 2023 year. So yeah, that's a total of five players, four being suspended for the entire year, which is 
you know, pretty big news. NFL is taking this very seriously and they're obviously, you know, catching their players, you know, very quickly. Uh, it's interesting, you know, some of the defensive players doing it. Yeah, issue. what are your thoughts on the players betting on, you know, essentially the own the games that they're playing in? Yeah, that's nuts. And they do deserve to be suspended. But it's just crazy to think about that. So many players were like doing it at this point. Like that's like five players suspended this season. That's crazy. So and it's just, I don't know, it's insane. And obviously, this is not discouraging, you know, the regular people from betting. But as we've talked about earlier, with people betting on Anthony Richardson to go number one, and now he's not the, you know, and he never was like the first, he was always like second, like he never got ahead of Bryce Young. As you know, Bryce Young appears to be going number one overall. Although I could see, I could see a world where they switch and take Stroud. You never know. You never know what happens. So yeah, we'll definitely see what happens on Thursday. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode, and then yeah, we'll talk about this over the next few weeks and uh, post it for you guys. Yeah, issue any last thoughts as we end this NFL draft and free agency episode. American Graffiti physical albums out now. DM me if you want a cop. This is the first album from the Savant Syndicate, and I'm ready to get more out. And I'm excited to bring this to you guys as far as the label goes. And we got big things coming. Awesome. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon.